The thing from another world. Here's the game plan. Come one, come all, do a beautiful show. It's gonna be awesome and dumb and This should be played at high volume. This is the Morning X. 1049 The Morning X, and uh, it's Ted O'Donnell. What's up, Ted? How you doing? Uh, welcome to the show. Thank I you. believe the first time we've had you. How have yeah. how have I been here for going on five years, and we haven't had you on this show yet? Has it been five years? I've been here almost five years, yeah. Uh, wow. 2017 in October, so, so four months from now, five-year anniversary, and I've not had you on once You've been here. What is your problem then? Is this your? Is did you do this? Or is okay? I'm all right. No, I've okay, been available. It's, <laughs> it's me. It's Believe me. me, I've done a lot of I've done a lot of bull crap on this show that could have been replaced by a local interview <laughs> with uh, with somebody doing stuff around town. And of well, course, I'm glad we can make this happen then. And of course, you are. Uh, how did they put it? The emperor of the Fourth of July. Is that- <laughs> emperor. Oh my God, that's a new one. Actually, is that no. What it is? No, I'm just a guy. I'm just a volunteer for the Fourth. Uh, <laughs> so you you put together the festivities. Uh, for Rockford for the 4th of July. That's you. Yeah, our civic committee, there's my cousin and I, we co-chair it together, Tom and I, and then we have a small board of volunteers and then a a group of volunteers for the day off. So yeah, we put together the festivities, the fireworks and the parade and entertainment for the 4th of July. And um, we work in tandem. We're a civic committee, so we're not governed. Uh, a lot of people sure. think we're a government entity, yeah. entity, or <laughs> a part of the city of Rock. No, no, we don't. We we don't do that. So uh, you're not an empire. No, we are not an empire. You're not a, a dynasty. <laughs> Can we say a dynasty? Di- dynasty. That's good. All right, that's good. Because this is a family that we're a family that does yeah. this. Uh, we've been this way since 1963. It's been the Marino family that has put this on for everybody. So when uh, Uncle Joe was getting to his later years, he was we didn't know he was conditioning Tom and I to take over. <laughs> we just thought, hey, we're helping Joe. You, know? <laughs> we're, you were being groomed. Yeah, he basically was like, la familia. And I'm like, okay, whatever. I don't speak it. Um, <laughs> so I was like, I may be Sicilian Uncle Joe, but I don't know what you're saying. Um, so we we got conditioned to, to uh, be a part of it and to take over and – so it literally stayed in our family since 1963. It's been a Merino production uh, for the city. So it, it actually is the 4th of July. It's on the Monday this year. Correct. Every, We're all always the, the 4th of July. We'll always, always, always be on the 4th. Good. I like that it's idea. It's an important day. Yeah. It, it, well, I, I would say so. Well, I mean, we're the original Brexit. <laughs> yeah. <you know? laughs> I, don't, I don't think I've ever thought of it that way. I like that. <laughs> we were first to do it. Um, so, yeah, uh, it, we'll have it on the 4th of July, Monday. And wh- what do you got going on on a Monday? Mondays suck typically, right? Right. So this is a good way to come out and make Monday awesome. Most people have a holiday. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they're going to be off. So Tuesday, and this is the stuff that always drives me nuts. Like, but I got to work Tuesday. Well, so do I. Yeah, you know, we all I'm do. down there until two in the morning, so don't give me that. All right, if tough it, out. If it was on Sunday, you would have to work on Monday. You know, that's right. It's, it's you know, just it's a thing, one way or another. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, this the, the, the pyro that we bring in for everybody. This isn't just some guy with a detonator sitting in a field going, "Here we go." Um, <laughs> we we bring in uh, one of the top national recognized pyrotechnician companies. Uh, they're called Pyrotechnico, and this this group uh, is the one or the people that are. Um, in charge of all NFL, MLB. Uh, they did the Super Bowl this year, fireworks. They're doing Lady Gaga's tour and Bon Jovi's tour. Oh. I mean, I don't think people realize that we don't, we put a lot to make it's sure the real our deal. fireworks show is incredible. Yeah, and, and it is. 
Thank you. I appreciate and, and that. And it is. Yeah, it's it's uh, one of the best I've seen. Thank you. Uh, we we definitely we, we facelifted it a little bit more this year. Every year we get about 20% new shells that hasn't been seen in the Midwest, which is exciting for a 30-minute pyro show. I mean, that that's the other part of it. And, yeah, longer than, than yeah. most that I've seen. Yeah, most shows are about 15. Yeah. Um, but we do a 30-minute full-on blasting shells in the air. Every song is will look different. Every song that's synced uh, with the soundtrack uh, to the pyro is is going to look different than the next song. It's never going to look the same. It's great. And then our grand finale this year, we completely facelift. Last year, everybody was talking about how wonderful it was. It was so loud <laughs> um, and bright. I couldn't even look at it that long. Um, so we revamped it this year, and it, it, it from what they're telling me and what I've seen the samples of, it's going to be absolutely absurd and ridiculous. That's great. And we're, yes. we'll be uh, uh, broadcasting the soundtrack over on our sister station, B103, as well. So wherever you're, wherever you're watching the fireworks from, you can tune into that. Yep. So tune in a little early, like about 9.20 p.m. Just be, be prepped. Be zoned, so, yes, uh, and get ready for the boom booms. So the fireworks start when it gets dark. But uh, what are the th- what, what are some things that are happening leading up to that? So we have uh, what we call the patriotic prayer breakfast. We brought that back a couple years ago. It happened at BD Park at eight thirty a.m. And then um, we tell people after that, you know, go home, hug your family, be a part of the family, do your cookouts, then get your butts back downtown <laughs> um, and be a part of the parade. So we have our parade that starts at four forty with the motorcycles, uh, which is just a plethora of bikes. Coming down State uh-huh. Street is so loud and awesome. Uh, and then immediately following them, we have the Screw City Jeep Club uh, that will uh, envelop the road, too. So they'll be coming down the road. And then at 5 p.m., we have our annual patriotic parade uh, featuring over 70 units of local business organizations and groups. Live entertainment at four spots throughout downtown. Um, they can go to our website to find out who's playing and where. What about you? Are you playing? I'm not playing this. I may be a little busy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. You might have some stuff to do that You know what's funny that is that we used to play it. Really? Uh, before I had more duties. Yeah, oh, we okay. would play in front of Uncle Joe's statue, and then he'd be like, all right, you're done. Get down to Davis Park. I'm like, okay, I'm coming. <laughs> it's a long day. <laughs> Still yeah. is a long day. There were some great bands there last year, I remember. So Yeah, uh, we try to we try to mix it up, you sure. know, and, and we always will revolve out every year to just uh one thing that we're blessed with in Rockford is the local talent here. There is so much great local talent. Uh it, you know, years ago, um you could walk into any bar and be mesmerized or any club and be mesmerized by the band playing mm-hmm. some, yeah. but uh, <laughs> yeah, there's always those few, but a majority we're lucky. We have so much great talent here. Yeah. There, there's a lot here and uh, there's, there's a ton of uh, like, I mean, crazy talent, not just like, yes. not just like talent, but like, wow, you, you hear like, like Rockford gets dumped on. Oh yeah, gets dumped on so they much. Have no idea what but, they're talking. Yeah, I mean, like, like even being in Starlight Theater, I didn't know what I was getting into. I got in yeah. there, I'm like, oh, these are real theater people. This is and the you're real all volunteers, deal. though. Yes, see, that's right. the other part. Is people don't realize it was Starlight, like they don't with the Fourth of July. They don't realize that we're all just volunteers. Yeah. We're all community members. Right. We're uh, not getting paid. No, no. To put on a show that we should get paid for based on the talent that's Absolutely. on stage. And I'm the, not even including myself in that group. Well, I could. I mean, but I won't. you should pay the crowd. No, I'm yeah. kidding. I'm kidding. You do fine. You do fine. <laughs> I give money back at my show, so don't worry. Please, please come to my show. There will be money. <laughs> it may get to that point if people don't start coming out. I'm just saying. Uh, I mean, you, Starlight is just a great example of what Rockford has to offer. You know, our our event, the 4th of July, we've been doing it since 1963. And our, our goal is to always bring people together as a community. Even if, it, even if you don't come for the parade and you come for the fireworks, for that 30 minutes, everybody from every walk of life is staring up into the sky and we're all one. 
It is the coolest moment. So Tom and I, my cousin and I that run this thing, when you see us, half the time we're not watching the pyro. We're actually watching the people and their reactions. Yeah, that's great. Uh, and, and it makes it really worth it for us. Well, it's, it's good to know that someone's putting it on that loves it so much and uh, really cares about it and isn't just slapping it together because they have to. You know, it's really cool. Oh, no, we, we, we definitely have a passion uh, for it. And, and again, we didn't know we had this passion. <laughs> it, well, I will, I will say this. About. It shows. Thank you. Know, you. you. You can tell people putting it on care about it. And uh, that's a great part about it. Monday, July 4th, downtown Rockford. Yeah, I mean, we shoot them high enough to where people can see them from at least a two-mile-away radius. Um, the the fireworks uh, cap out about 650 feet when they explode. They're about the size of two football fields. I mean, that's again, these aren't small things that we're doing here. Very cool. Um, we want it to be big and cool. Well, thanks, man. We appreciate that. And I, uh, when I see you, I will try to distract you from what it is you're <laughs> hurrying to do. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate it. Do All it. right, Ted. <laughs> see you there. All right, thanks. You're listening to The Morning X, Rockford's last resort for your ride to work. We're on The Morning X. It is Kev. And you know what? Uh, you're slacking on the misconnections, okay? Uh, looked on the misconnections section on Craigslist. And uh, there's nothing there. Are you looking for yourself or just for fun? Well, no. You know we do the segment on this I show. Know, I know. I don't know. I don't know why you're pretending I don't. But um, yeah, we do the segment on this show, and uh, there's nothing there. There's nothing funny, at least. There's like a couple of things from Janesville, but it seems like just normies. You, you've ruined it. They know that you're you're talking trash. There about is them. no possible way I have that big of a reach. Yep. That the lonely people in the world are like, I'm not going to let that son of a bitch make fun of me. And look, I don't make fun of people when we do the misconnections. I make fun of the way the posts are written. That's it. I mean, come on. I mean, you read the posts. If you're writing on there, that's you're, you're, you're lending yourself to, to all that stuff. To what? I say. To being ripped on and made fun of. <laughs> if you're, I mean, you've, we've read these posts. They're they're obnoxious. Yeah, and I, I'm I'm all for you taking measures to find somebody. Yes. But when you go to Craigslist and be like, I saw you at Casey's yeah, and I'll sounds- be sitting in my car later if you want to come and meet me. I followed you for like three blocks, but I lost you at Harrison and Mulford. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> it's those kind of things that are going to be a little bit sus, as the kids are saying. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Matt came in here all pouty and bitchy this morning. I did not. I sat down and said, hey. I, he comes in. No, no. You didn't come in and say, hey. You came in and I go, uh, you come in and go, Hey. Well, hey. We do. It is early in the morning. Yeah, sure it is. Yeah. And we're supposed to be peppy, right? All right. Hey, Kevin. Hey, good morning. How are you? Hi. Hi. That's exactly hey. what I want. Rock a doodle do, Kevin. Good I want morning. you I want you to come in and talk like a 1980s disc <laughs> jockey. Uh-oh. <laughs> Coming up, we've got uh air supply. <laughs> you know, you I say 1980s disc jockey, but there are markets in the world where somebody sounds like that. Oh, yeah. For sure, still. You know, they tell us all sorts of things, how we're supposed to sound. I don't know. Don't anymore. do a radio voice. Yeah. I, you know, you speak energetically on the air, yeah. right? But don't you don't have to put on a thing, you know? <laughs> Come on down. Something like that. You guy. know, the, the, the voice I use on the air is is my voice just a little elevated, a little more energetic. Uh, sometimes not. But uh, it, I don't do a thing. No. <laughs> Should, but, though. But, Matt, this is for you. Should we do this? Should we do this this show prep content in sure. our radio voices? <laughs> sure, let's do it. A study finds that uh, being optimistic can add years to your life, Matt. Oh, sounds like you want to be a glass half full kind of guy. <laughs> That's right. In my case, a bottle of water. Am I right? Stop it! Hi All right, we got to stop. Right, yeah, I can't do it. <laughs> but yeah, this is a study that says um, being optimistic can lengthen your life, Matt. 
Okay. You well, walk in her all negative. Who says I want to lengthen my life? You walk in here with a dump in your pants every day, and uh, you're going to die sooner. Yeah, well, who says I want to lengthen my life? What if I've seen enough, and I'm like, all right, let's wrap it up. <laughs> you want to live to your 100? Not me. Maybe not 100. Yeah. How many, how many years can it add? Well, researchers tracked 160,000 Americans for more than two decades, and they used a questionnaire to rate how optimistic they were. And the ones who managed to look on the bright side of life were more likely to make it to 90 or even older. 90? Uh, you know, it's still... I'd like to make it to about 80, 80-ish. 85? Yeah, right. Yeah, 85, right maybe. Maybe 85. You still got a sense of humor at 85. Do you? Yeah, for the most part. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know, but but people are living longer and longer. They I don't say. want to be one of those people where it's like, uh, and he's celebrating his hundred and third birthday today. What do you think, man? On your hundred and third birthday, <laughs> you know? please kill me, somebody, please. <laughs> yeah. I'm so tired. Oh yeah, they they never put a mic in a hundred and three year old person's face, and they're like, oh well, I'm doing great today, <laughs> right? So. Yeah. You know Maybe what? they should have been more optimistic. I'm yeah. tired of people telling me I need to be more optimistic. Don't you tell me how to live my life. <laughs> if I want to be negative, I'm going to be negative. Well, you know, when you spread negativity around, that's the thing. It's contagious. Yeah. You know, and it's like it's like if, if you walk in all the time. I understand some days, believe me, some days I walk in here like I'm going to burn this place to yeah, the ground. Yeah, I know. Some days. So, but, but if you do it all the time, if you walk around every day like that, you spread it to other people and people uh, start to feel that. And then all of a sudden everybody's negative and we're all dead by 45. Yeah, well, I don't want that. Matt's trying to kill us all. Don't you even say that, no. <laughs> but they, they do say that the, per, the, the first person to live... Hold on, this is kind of show content. Let me change my voice. <clears throat> you know, they say the the first person to live to 150 has already been born, Matt. <laughs> oh, I I wouldn't want to be that person. Well, maybe, I, maybe I would. <laughs> maybe you should be more optimistic. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. At, at somewhere. All right, everything's fine. Somewhere Sunshine, they're rainbows, doing that. puppy yeah. dogs. Let's be optimists. <laughs> Some people are like, what the hell did we just tune into? I don't know. <laughs> We're doing those fake radio voices, just a heads up. There's not a new show here. There's... <laughs> Uh, by the end of the study, the ones who are the most optimistic live 5.4% longer. That's the point of the, the, the right, study. So 5%. So I'm going to be negative and, and take that 5% off. So, and yeah. be fine. Why don't we take wagers? When is Matt going to die of a massive oh, heart attack because of his negativity? <laughs> I don't want that wager. I'm hoping to at least make it into my mid-70s. We're going to get you a date to someone to make you happy so yeah. you don't walk in here in the morning all pissy. Let me tell you something. No matter what I do, I'll never be truly happy. That's just the way it See, is. See, and that is the kind of negativity that's going to- Don't gonna, you tell me how to live my life? That's going to put you under the dirt, it's Matt. <laughs> no matter what happens, I'm never going to be I'm happy. I'm sorry. I just can't. I'll never I'll never be truly. You know those people that are just happy? I'll never be one of those people. I, I don't believe that. I believe it's possible to turn it around. I don't think so. I like to, I like to stay positive. Mm-hmm. Hey, you're listening to Positive and Negative in the Morning. <laughs> Whoa. You're listening to Kev. Think that makes you cool with the cool kids in school, Fred? On the Morning X. 104.9 The Morning X. It is Kev. Matt Hall is here. Good morning, Matt. Hey there, sir. Enjoy the weekend. Yeah, it was nice. Well, a little rainy on Saturday, but... Uh, Thanks for uh, dropping by my party. I, I couldn't make it. I had I had a work thing, and you know that. Yeah, yeah, and, and I remember you specifically saying after your work thing you were going to swing by and oh, have a burger. It uh, didn't... I, I'm sorry. That that work thing got canceled. My work thing got moved to Rockford. Oh, so you had to so do the, it here, so you couldn't come to yes, DeKalb. There was no work thing in DeKalb, which I thought there was a work thing, but the thing got canceled for another thing. After all that, no thing. <laughs> right, so... How was your How was your housewarming party? My thing, my, yeah. my thing was a good thing. I, I had fun at my thing. Well, good. And, and you missed it. I did. I mean, were you on the grill? Were you? 
I wasn't. My father-in-law was the grill master. master. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was proud of it, and he did a great job, and we appreciate him. Is it a rule when you become a dad or whatever, you just you immediately know what to do on the grill? I mean, it takes years of practice. I, I don't think you get good at it immediately. I suck at it. Yeah, I mean, it's supposedly a guy thing. Supposedly, but... I, I mean, I'm not saying that women can't grill. I'm just saying that at all, 100% of the barbecues I've been to... A man has been on the grill, <laughs> Mostly, and it's yeah. because he insists. Uh huh. Yeah. It, it's not like uh, it, it's it's the thing. He owns the grill. I don't understand what it is. Uh, I would rather not because it's hot, and I don't like being hot. So <laughs> yeah. And I don't feel comfortable me not poisoning people like <laughs> undercooking chicken and, and meat. Yeah. Well, he does this. He, he has what he calls Tom's famous chicken. No, everyone's got their own. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and uh, he he you know cooks it low and slow for an hour and a half. And uh, you're, you're not going to poison anybody if you do it, if you do it that long. Okay. Uh, and then you, you slather the barbecue sauce. Oh, it's so good. All right. So Everyone's got their own kind of way they cook on the grill. Don't they? Yeah. Uh, we got to get to this week's good news stories. Sure. Because there's a lot of crappy news in the world. And uh, once yeah. in a while, once a week, we'd like to cleanse your palate of that and give you some positive stories from around the world. Please do. If you're looking for positive news stories from the Rockford area, you can always check out rockrivercurrent.com. Lots of happy Rockford news in there. This one, we're going to go over to uh, a new study at Cambridge. Found that there are benefits to being dyslexic. Really? Yeah, there's a, you know, there's a big a big uh, push uh, for dyslexia awareness. There should be. Sometimes, because there's different forms of it, sometimes I think I am. Yeah, the NHL player, Brent Sopel, he was on the Blackhawks. Uh, yeah. I've had him on the show talking about it. He has a big foundation about that. He himself is dyslexic. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it, it's a... Uh, a very frustrating thing to have to deal with. Mm-hmm. Uh, it makes school and a lot of things harder, but people who have it tend to be better at solving problems and adapting to challenges, and it's also more common than people think. Uh, up to one in five people have mild, moderate, or severe dyslexia. Um, Steve Jobs. Really? Stephen Hawking. Pablo Picasso. John Lennon. John uh, Lennon had it? A lot of people think that uh, Leonardo da Vinci and Albert Einstein were also dyslexic as well. How do they know? I mean, those guys lived so long ago. I mean, Picasso, they really know that? How do they know? I mean, yeah, I, I, how do you know that? Uh, and it's just, just based on certain things, you know, certain, uh, you know, correlations or whatever, I guess. I guess. I'm not, I mean, no genius, but uh, yeah, so it's not as debilitating as they say, but it's frustrating and it makes things difficult for sure. Yeah, I can see that. I mean, that's a tough one, you know. Yeah. Um, you should check out the Brent Sopel Foundation. Okay. A guy from Hawaii named Dustin Reynolds recently became the first mature double amputee. Why did I add the word mature to that? <laughs> I don't know. The word mature is not in the story. That, see, that's probably a, a thing, too, like where you add words to sentences. Yeah, that's just called being dumb. That's that's what <laughs> I do. You add extra words yeah, to things? Uh-huh. A guy, a guy from Hawaii recently became the first double amputee to sail solo around the world. Kevin's just looking at mature content online. That, no, that That's not. where that came from. No. That's where you see that word. <laughs> mature audiences only. Yeah. Uh, well, he's a double amputee. He sailed around the world solo, and he was the first person to do it. Took him seven years off and on. I like how they use that word mature, like when you watch a movie. This program is only for mature audiences. Like mature, like how? Like. I got to smoke a pipe and and be mature, you know. No, it means you can hear the word sixty nine and not giggle. <laughs> <laughs> See, <laughs> I can't. I can't help it. That's what mature means. Well, then I'm never gonna get there. Yeah, we're we're Beavis and Butthead in here. We're <laughs> yeah. never gonna make it. Yeah. Firefighters in California rescued two dogs that got stuck underground in a tortoise den. A tortoise den. A tortoise den, that- which I just learned now is a thing. Yeah, that sounds weird. A 100-pound tortoise was blocking the exit, uh, so the dog couldn't get out. Aww. Rescuers tried to coax it out with watermelon, but it wouldn't budge, so they just dug for hours until they got to the dogs. Okay. There are two dogs. Two dogs! 
Not one, but two got stuck in there. Well, the one goes down there, the other one's like, what are you doing down there? And then, you know. <laughs> well, the firefighters were able to get in there and do it. Well, that's good. I mean, you get into firefighting, you don't think you're rescuing dogs from a turtle hole. No, but, you know, the, the famous, you know, cat in the tree, dog in the turtle hole. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, <laughs> that the classics. <laughs> you know, the classics. <laughs> the old dog in the turtle hole. Shove that sounds right dirty. Your, I'm going to put it right up your turtle hole. That sounds bad. Yeah, it sounds wrong. It's a weird category on Pornhub. Somebody asked me over the weekend. They're like, uh, are, you, are you the Matt from 1049 The X? I'm like, <laughs> no, they didn't. Yeah, they, they did. And I'm like, yes, I am. You found me out. Matt, who frequently guests on 1049 The X. Yes. I have another show that I do, but when people find out I'm on here, it kind of blows their mind a little bit. Yeah, that's that's neat. See, but over there, you're all plain and vanilla. You've now, you've now been recognized. <laughs> On two stations. 100% more times than I have for being on 1049 The X. They're like, so hey, you're, you're a real dick on that show. <laughs> no, they yeah. didn't say that. <laughs> I mean, they're right, but they didn't say that. <laughs> That's your weekly dose of good news. This is the Morning X. If spilling hot coffee on your crotch was a morning show, <laughs> that would be us. 1049 The Morning X. Kev here. Matt is in the building claiming he smelled a skunk on the way in. It smelled like really skunky when I walked in here this morning. Uh, maybe it was all the pot. Sometimes pot smells skunky, and you know, we'd be blazing. Well, yeah, here, of course, right. Somebody <laughs> somebody was. Uh, I don't know, Matt. I, I did not smell it myself when I walked in. Maybe all the smoke had cleared. There's a lot of weird smells in this building. Maybe sometimes. Steve opened a window finally. <laughs> Is that a thing? Maybe. I mean, you never know what's going to smell like in here when you come in. <laughs> uh, hey, speaking of smells, that segues perfectly into what I was going to talk to you about this morning. Uh, apparently... World leaders, especially Vladimir Putin, are mm-hmm. uh, paranoid about their poop. Really? Yeah. So, like, like they're extra protective over their uh, dukers because uh, they believe <laughs> the enemy can find weaknesses if they somehow get their hands on his um, number two. Oh, so they can go through and find out what his, uh, yeah, like what he's, you know, can take him down. I don't know. From the inside. There's like a rumor that Putin's really sick right now, and I don't, I don't know if that's true or not, but, you know, if he's trying to protect people from finding out, you can find out what kind of meds somebody's on. That's true. You, that, you can find out, like, what they've been eating, what their diet's like. That's how they do it at the doctor. Like, when right. they, that's how they figure it out. Yeah. So, so like, Which is the, a fun job. So there's a guy whose job it is to collect Vladimir Putin's uh, dookie Ugh. every day. Vladimir Putin? Come on. <laughs> My goal was to go through this whole segment without, without making that joke. Well, come on. I mean, you're the one who brought it up. Yeah, but I, it wasn't an invitation. <laughs> it wasn't an invitation. I was trying to, I was trying to talk about this seriously. Uh-huh. But now you've... you're the one who brought up the fecal matter. And... Uh, right, right. But this is this is a real thing, and it's not just him. Other world leaders, including uh, people like George W. Bush. George W. Bush actually had a toilet uh, sent and installed when he went and stayed in Vienna. Interesting. Because he was paranoid. He wanted a private toilet. Well, just flush it down. Well, how do you know that that pipe isn't uh, oh going somewhere directed to like a spy network to like a lab somewhere? Yeah. We've yeah. got the president's poop. <laughs> Quick, <laughs> analyze it. Uh, how would you like to be the guy whose job it is to go in after Putin's done every day? That's the intern's job with the ice cream scooper or whatever it is you got to use. That's intern Brian's job. Intern, they send intern Brian over there. They send Joey Dick over there to <laughs> scoop up the poop. Intern Joey, hey producer Joey, get in there. Not only that, but how would you like to be the spy whose job it is to whatever oh. you do? You know, you, 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 you've been in the Department of Defense for years. You finally get your first big mission, get that call. Your big for, chance. Get that call from the president. Uh, listen, here's the deal. I need, 
I need you to drop down into the Kremlin. <laughs> Find out what Putin's been shooting. <laughs> I, I mean, how, how do you respond to that? Here's what you do, you. Yeah, you get him to use this on an outhouse situation, and then you kind of wait there at the bottom. I don't think Vladimir Putin's using the outhouse. Yeah, probably not. I don't no. think they're. I don't know how you collected that. I, I don't think they're putting the president of Russia in, in, in a porta john. <laughs> I don't know what it's like over there. I don't know what I they do. I don't know either. I mean, I don't want to go over I've there. I've never I been there. I've, I, don't, I certainly don't want to go there now. That part of the world frightens me. Yeah, uh, it's 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 scary over there. <laughs> yeah. Well, I I mean. It, it, hopefully, uh, you know, our, our president's poop is safe. That, I never thought I'd have those words come out of my <laughs> mouth before. <laughs> I feel this is way different from the show I host. You know that, don't you? It, no, it is. But this is a real topic. This isn't just something I'm saying for fun. This is something real. Okay. The, have, have you ever had someone go through yours? Like a doctor or anything? Probably a doctor like at I've some had point. Pee, I've, we've all had to pee in a cup. That's, that's nothing. Right, yeah. But I've never had to do the other one. No, I don't think so. I, I, not that I remember. I mean, could have been when I was a kid. I don't yeah. know what they check for. Yeah, but... I never ate any weird berries, you know? They should make a toilet that, like, does it for you. Like, a smart toilet. That I, can, like, I, analyze... I bet they have those. That can analyze your... I think those exist. Your leavings. I think you, you, tell, you, you do your business and oh. press a button and it goes... You ate SpaghettiOs and meatballs. <laughs> it, like, knows what you ate. <laughs> That's what it's got to say. You've been back on the oxycut. And why do they call it taking a dump instead of leaving a dump? Ugh, get out, man. <laughs> <laughs> this this whole conversation is going out over the airwaves, and I'm embarrassed. Are you more embarrassed of the conversation or your input into the conversation? Both of it. All, the whole thing. All, the, whole, the whole thing from Look, the start. I didn't just pull this out of my ass. No pun intended. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> no pun intended. Stop it's, it. It's in the news, okay? We're professional radio world leaders men are guarding their poop. It's right there in the news. I see it. Yes. Why world leaders are, are guarding paranoid. their poop. Yes. It's a, what it's site? a real oh, thing. It's a real legit site, too. Yeah. It's, yeah. This isn't just like, <laughs> this, is, this isn't just like, you know, the onion, okay? Yeah, no, real. I figured it would be. It's real. They okay. don't want you to find out how you can take them down by digging through their dookie. That's it. All right. Well, I'm not doing that job, so. All right. Fine. God, you know. I'm gonna flush mine down every Trying time. Trying to now. help you find a new career. If it's brown, you know? flush it down. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> You're listening to the Morning X, Rockford's last resort for your ride to work. What a four in the Morning X. It is Kev. Matt Hall is here. Matt, how's the time machine? Uh, uh, I'm still working on it. Yeah, yeah, and I, I know you're building it because you said you wanted to go actually go to my party over the weekend. <laughs> I did, but you're just not going to let that die, are you? I mean, I invited 30 hot single women who love radio guys, and you missed it. Ah, oh. you missed it. They all came. They they were they all all of them showed up, huh? And they were all like, "Where's Matt? We wanted to meet Matt." Oh man, you know the one time I blow it off. All of them. You could have been a polygamist. One of my dreams. Yes, I. Uh, <laughs> no, I know too many wives. Too many wives. I think. Yeah, go to Utah, Matt. Yeah, I mean, you know, one's enough for me. Yeah, I'll, 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 I'll <laughs> I say. I, I, I don't even have one, so I'll, I'm going to work on one, and then we'll, we'll get to the multiple ones. All right, that sounds like a plan. Hey, let's get to nerd news. Nerd news. It's not really nerd news, necessarily. Just pop culture news without any Kardashians. Yeah. Which, you know, I can handle that. Uh, where to start today? Let's start with American Ninja Warrior. You ever watch American Ninja Warrior? Um, is that that one with the announcers where they're like, whoa, he wiped out there? Or is that that Wipeout I mean, show? That's Wipeout. Oh, same, same show, <laughs> so, right? No, you know, it's like an obstacle course. A giant, it's, it's hugely popular Yeah, now. yeah, I, I know of it, yeah. And, and it's funny because my father-in-law watches it and goes, I can do that! No, you couldn't. I'm like, you who groans when he gets up off the couch? 
can do this obstacle the, course. Those people who do that are in super shape. Like yeah. they're, you know, it's, it's tough. It's a bunch of monkey bars. That's what he says. <laughs> but uh, they're going to make that an Olympic sport. That's cool. They're going to try to anyway. The company that invented the Ninja Warrior franchise announced that the obstacle course could become part of the modern pentathlon at the 2028 Summer Games in Los Angeles. Now, you know that the pentathlon is made up of uh, five events. Uh-huh, of course I do. It's like fencing, swimming, um, horse jumping. Horse jumping? Like you ride a horse and jump over fences. Okay. Uh, laser pistol shooting and running. Well, um, I think Ninja Warrior can be in there. Why not? So, yeah, they're going to replace the horse part because, I mean... Not everybody has a horse. What kind of Olympic skill do you need to ride a horse? Yeah. It's like putting NASCAR on the Olympics. Why would you... Right. <laughs> not everybody can... Although, I'll tell you what, man. Can do that. Auto racing, you got to be in shape. Of course you, you do. You can't be a, like a... You can't be an out-of-shape fat dude. No. Uh... Those cars you, driving, you can, but you're gonna hurt a lot worse than some of the guys who are in shape are. You gotta be in those cars for that amount of time and how hot it gets in there and driving and my god. But yeah, also, no. it also takes a toll on your body. Of course, yeah. I, I've driven fast go karts and was sore the next day, so I can't imagine <laughs> what tried to you know uh, two ton machine. Are they two tons? I don't know how much cars. I don't know, like. but I would never. I mean, driving 200 miles an hour, I don't think I could do it. <laughs> Uh, Christian Bale is saying that uh, he would gladly play Batman again if he was asked to. Okay. Now, I don't... Don't get excited, because he hasn't been asked. Nobody's brought up another Christopher Nolan sequel. He's just saying that if he was asked by Christopher Nolan, he would do another... I don't know how the that trilogy ended, because Dark Knight was all I needed. Yeah. You didn't see the third one? I didn't. It was it, Bane. Um, yeah. It, yeah, it, it wasn't as good. Like if if Heath Ledger was still around, I believe the third one would have uh, focused more around him. You know, right? Sure. It's it's a, it's a shame that Heath Ledger uh, died during it because he was just fantastic. Hmm. Hot take. <laughs> I know. Take, I know. I know. But I'm just saying. Like so. Yesterday I was at the gym and they were showing the old Batman. It was on the screen with uh, Jack Nicholson. Sure. And it, there's just so much of a difference between him and him and the new Jokers, you well, know? Well, yeah, yeah. Jack Nicholson's Joker actually had jokes. But I liked him. Like, he was campy. Yeah, right. He had, like, broom type jokes. Yeah, you know? and yeah. that's, but then, like, you know, <laughs> the other one came along and changed the game. Christian uh, uh, Bale also said that he hasn't seen Robert Pattinson's Batman. It's good. Uh, because he doesn't watch too many movies. He did say, though, that he is a wonderful actor and that they did ran into each other and talk about the role, which I imagine the conversation went this. Hey, I'm, I'm going to play Batman. Oh, good for you. Imagine that's how it <laughs> that's went. That's right. You know what? Have you seen the new Batman? <laughs> uh, yes, I have. What would you think? Loved it. Yeah, I thought Pattinson did a good job as Batman. Yeah, he did. And it was it was a different Batman. He, he It was, but you know what? It was better than George Clooney. I, I imagine they, that, that you know Christian Bale gave him some advice and said, hey, bud, play it. As if you love my chemical romance. And that's that's how they... He was kind of emo. Yeah. Emo-y. But it was good. It was a great murder mystery. I thought it was good. I thought all the characters were great. And I look. I hope they make another one yeah. with him. It was good. And finally, I went over on your show and talked about this. But it, 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 it can stay in nerd news, I think. Uh, John Williams, composer of so many movie scores, right. is retiring from doing movie scores. Ah. As uh, you know, I do, I do have some clip. Uh, I do have a clip of some John Williams music for you. Yep, that's exactly what he produced. That's what it sounded like. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but he's retiring and uh, did the score for a lot of movies you probably didn't realize he did. Uh, well, you know, he did Jaws. Yep. Matt did not know he did Jaws until recently. Until you told me. Uh, but did you know that he did the Home Alone movies? That one blows me away. No, I did not. Yeah, that that uh, really sensitive. 
Do you think he like? How does he come up with the scores? Do you think he like hums them in his head first? I, 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 I love to imagine that's what he does. He's I love in the to shower. imagine that they send him clips from the movie, and he sits there going, "Hmm, right here I could go." <laughs> yeah, or he's humming a tune, like, and he's just like, "Yeah, that sounds good." And then he turns it into a an, an unforgettable, memorable score. I mean, just read the movies off that he's scored: Home Alone, E.T., E.T., Superman, Yep, Harry Potter. Didn't know that one. Jurassic Park. I mean, iconic. And we're not just talking like, oh, yeah, he, he did the music. We're talking like iconic themes that everyone and their mom knows. Right. Jaws, Star Wars. And forever. That will live on forever. Indiana Jones. Yeah. Dun, 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 dun. Uh-huh. I mean, come on. How does that go again? Dun, uh, you're recording me. No, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it because you're recording me. <laughs> Ah, uh, you're you're falling for you're not falling for my tricks no. anymore, huh? I'll get you one day. Well, that's too bad. He's still alive, right? Yes, he didn't die. He's just he's just retiring. Well, you know, you, you never know. He's ninety, I think. So he's also the second most nominated person in Oscar history. I don't know if you knew that. Who? Uh, who's number one, Matt? Tom Cruise. Not Tom Cruise. Damn it. I don't know that. It's definitely not Tom Cruise. <laughs> Christian Bale. Walt Disney. Walt Disney, oh. 59 Oscar nominations. Yeah. Uh, John Williams has 52 Oscar nominations. Disney He's World. won five Oscars, four Golden Globes, and 25 Emmys. Okay. Which means he's scored television shows that you probably don't know about. <laughs> he did the Seinfeld theme. <laughs> I, don't, <laughs> I don't, I, I finally got gotcha. you. Finally got gotcha. you. Uh, but I, I don't believe he did the Seinfeld That's theme. That's too no. bad. Friends, I'll be there for you. Is that, that him? That wasn't him. Oh. <laughs> that wasn't a John Williams score either. I wish. <laughs> Music by John Williams. Who's the boss? Wouldn't it be funny if he just scored all of our shows? There's a time for love and a time for living. <laughs> Brand new life around the bend. By, by the way. John Williams. <laughs> Hey, that, my nerds, is your news. Yo, that's Shizzle. 104.9. I'm sure that this whole thing is just some practical joke. The Morning X with Kev. Jamie from Noah's Ark Animal Sanctuary. She's here with a... Uh, how do we describe this one? Uh, extremely cuddly and extremely wiggly. Yeah, he's in your uh, lap right now, but he's definitely not... Supposed to be a lap dog. He no, he's a lap dog. He's definitely going to be a lap dog. Um, <laughs> yeah. Huey's like a five month old pity. He's like I don't know, maybe forty pounds. Um, but he's just been. He, you pick him up and he wants to snuggle down. He'll put his paws around your arms and like bury his head under your chin. Uh-huh. But then he'll also go and play with you and go you know zero to a hundred. And he sure. loves. He was over playing with Benny earlier. Holy cow. Best friends almost immediately. He was terrified of Benny at first, but then best friends. Benny is uh, a little background. Benny is Chelsea's puppy who uh, she adopted from you uh, that you actually brought in here. Yeah. And then he never, he he never, never came back. <laughs> he never came back. Yeah. Um, um, you know, Huey's, he's a really good little puppy. He was surrendered just because they, they wasn't, it wasn't an option to take care of him anymore. Um, yeah. And now he's with us. We got him fixed yesterday. He got all of his shots updated because he had never seen a vet before. He uh, seems like he'd be a good family dog. He's uh, he a lot be. of fun. And He's really, he really is sweet, especially with people. He definitely needs some training and learn sure. some little bit better manners. But for being a five-month-old puppy that hasn't been given a ton, he's pretty darn good. Seems like he'll he'll want a lot of exercise, too. He's uh, got a lot of energy. Oh, yeah, like, I mean, and pit bulls are in the terrier family. And terriers, I mean, whether they're Jack Russells or anything else, like, they're a relatively higher energy dog unless you get real lucky and get a potato pit, <laughs> um, which we do have those sometimes, too. But, yeah, no, he, he's a really, he's a good boy. A potato pit. Yeah, they're real lazy, like a baked potato. <laughs> Just want to hang out on your couch. 
well, like, that's or, a, or a land hippo. I have a land hippo. Is currently. that what they're called? Oh, there's you can <laughs> make anything up. They're also like seals, land seals. Uh-huh. Oh, uh, yeah. I think he wants to come home with me. I think so too. I think Huey wants to come home with me. Uh, how do we get to Huey? What's the Huey and Chewy? Oh, yeah, Huey and they rhyme See? too. Yeah, uh, yeah. Chewy would probably frighten him though. I noticed okay. uh, at first with Benny, he was a little bit scared. He was, but it would probably work. It would it would create respect. Sure. And then uh, Chewy would continue to run the show, and Huey would be his little b word. <laughs> you could say it. He'd be Chewy's bitch. His little bitch. Huh? <laughs> that's, yeah. that's very funny he, to he think he'll... about uh, because Chewy is roughly one third of. Uh, Huey's current size. It's usually it's usually the case. Little dogs run the show. Big dogs are like, well, okay. And he'll probably what sixty, seventy pounds when yeah. he's done. He's Just got, your normal, your normal pity mix. Sure, he's got big he'll feet. Probably be like the long and tall one, not the little short and stocky, but he's right. very handsome. He doesn't have the short legs. Yeah, I've no, noticed. he's tall for a little guy. Yeah, uh, he's a good boy though. Uh, I, I've uh, grown attached to him already. I know you will. You can see a picture of him right now—an adorable picture, by That's the way. A good picture. We, we got a good one uh, on our Facebook page right now at the X Rockford. You can take a look. And uh, what do we? How do we adopt? Uh, we open up at noon today. So if you're interested in coming and meeting Huey, uh, you can pop on down. Come visit us. We're at 111 North First Street. If you got any other dogs, please bring your dogs with with their current rabies certificate. We need to see the date to verify. The vaccine, um, and then otherwise, as long as the dogs get along or the dog is a good fit in your family and you want to adopt them, we can proceed with that. Adoption fee for puppies, Huey, or anything under a year is two seventy five, and that covers their microchip, their alter, their age-appropriate vaccines, flea and tick preventative, dewormer, like, I mean, the whole smorgasbord. That's great. And, uh, yeah, right now, on our, again, on our Facebook page at the X Rockford at noasarkanimals.org. And, uh, Jamie, thank you very much. Thank you. Oh, boy. The uh, laxatives just kicked in, so we're going to take a quick break. 104.9 The Morning X. R. Kelly's going to jail. I saw, I saw that yesterday. R. Kelly's Good. going to jail for 30 years. Thank God. Go go away forever. And uh, also, Jelaine Maxwell. Uh, I think it's Jazine? It's it's pronounced Jelaine. It's not Jizlane, as a lot of people That's think. That's what it looks like, Jizlane. Jelaine oh. Maxwell off to prison well, also for off doing to prison for her too. gross things to children as well. Yeah, they uh, both suck. So the pedophiles are off to prison so we can all relax now. Thank goodness. Get them off the streets. <laughs> you know, yes. who would have thought R. Kelly? I mean, back in the day, he was pretty huge in the 90s. He was huge. Yeah, he was, thanks to Space Jam. Space Jam, and I was it I Believe I Can Fly right, or something. Right, and... that was in Space Jam. Are, are we not allowed to watch Space Jam now without uh, supporting a creep? That's right. Well, you know when the remix to Ignition comes on at a wedding, everybody freaks out. <laughs> Step to the name of love? Yeah, well, not anymore. Yeah. He was a, what a perv. Step to the back of the shower. You know, it's too bad that it took this long for them to to do. It. I mean, this this should have been taken care of years ago. Oh, they knew about it. They knew about it like a decade right. ago. Yeah, yeah. Why wasn't this brought to light years and years and years ago? I don't know. That's not even what we're supposed to talk yeah, about. Yeah, why right did you now. even bring it up? Oh, because I mean, we got, we got to talk about current <laughs> events. It is a current event. But also, uh, I've got something else to talk about. But before I do, I better uh, run this real quick. This show may contain adult content. Not suitable for kids. You can change the station, or you can be the cool parents. Totally up to you. This is the Morning X. All right, so I wanted to bring this story to light because um, it fascinated me. Uh, it's just a little bit uh, earmuffs for the kids. Okay. Um, you never want to be a medical first. You never want to be the first person to have a medical condition, right? Like get a pig heart or something? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, especially not when it involves this part of the body. There's a 72-year-old guy from Ohio became the first person ever diagnosed with... Oh, jeez. I don't know. Is a it... whistling scrotum. Well, how does that happen? <laughs> 
I don't know. I imagine it's not as simple as he zips down his pants and it's like the Andy Williams or Andy oh, Griffith. That theme would be great. <laughs> I would. I would. You know, that doesn't seem so bad. Uh, no, he doesn't have a musical sack. Because uh, that's amazing. That's America's Got Talent stuff right there. It is. All right, what's your talent? Well, hold on. Simon Cowell. Hold on, Simon. Let me just unzip here. Your nutsack can't sing. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, this happened a long time ago, actually, and it's just coming to light now. Uh, it happened years ago. This guy showed up at the ER, and he noticed a hissing sound coming from downstairs. Okay. Uh, he was also out of breath. His face was swollen, so they did a CT scan and found a whole bunch of air trapped inside his body. Um, okay. The air had caused his lungs to collapse, so that's why he couldn't breathe. But why was his junk whistling? Well, um, it turned out that he'd suffered from qu- chronic swelling below the belt. Okay. And he had uh, surgery five months earlier to deal with it, but the incision didn't quite heal right, so it was just a little open wound down there. <laughs> oh, I see. You know when you like... You know, you pull a balloon real tight, and yeah. it kind of goes. So that's what it was sounding like <laughs> down there. Yes. Okay. Well, that's not good. Uh, no, it's it's not. How does your body retain air? That's weird, too. Like, he was, how did they even diagnose that? Just whistle while you work. <laughs> well, how would you like to he be? Could, he could do a duet with his own junk. <laughs> yes, yes, he could. How do you see again? America's Got Talent or some sort of talent show, right? You you could play flute with his junk. Let's see Jeff Dunham do that, huh? <laughs> yes, his lips weren't moving. <laughs> I go. I'd pay money. I pay good money to see him do that on a tour. Uh, yeah, I would too. That would, that would, now that would be some puppetry of the penis right there. That would be <laughs> Walter. Who we got over? Who we got here? We have a new character. <laughs> Zip. Why? Who is it down there? What can you do? Hot dog on a stick. <laughs> on a stick. Yeah. Uh, luckily, they inserted a bunch of tubes to drain the air from this guy's body. He was released three days later in good condition. But sadly, he kept having issues with air building up down there for the next Aww. two years. So more songs. You know, that's okay. And now he's got a medical condition probably named after him. Yeah, Because they name it after you. <laughs> so it's like, you know, that was Kevin's disease where your your balls whistle. And it's oh, like, yeah, well, you, great. You, now you, I'm in the medical journal forever. Well, I mean, if it was, if it was for that, I would proudly... I would proudly put my name Whistling on it. Whistling balls. I want my picture on the <laughs> hospital ward that they dedicate to that. <laughs> this is the this is the Kevin Wood Whistling Junk Ward. <laughs> he has whistling. I'm sorry, your balls are whistling. You have Kevin, Kevin, Kevin's disease. Uh, there is a tragic ending to this story, though. Oh, no. uh, this guy, since he kept having air building up down there for the next two years, they eventually had to remove both of his... Uh, oh, God. That, it came down to that? Not well, that, good. That's not funny at all. Well, now, I mean, now, I mean, now you can play bass. Now the whistle is a lot lower <laughs> of a pitch. <laughs> okay, I see. That's... <laughs> uh, so there you go. If you were having a bad day today, at least you're not this guy. Right, Matt? Uh, yeah. I feel bad. Now the last part made me sad. Yeah, I'm sorry that didn't have a happier ending, but... Well, uh, whistle while you work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It went downhill from there. 104.9, The Morning X. 104.9, The Morning X, 822... Kev here with Nick from the Rockford Area Convention Visitors Bureau. Nick, welcome back. Hello, good morning. Yeah, so uh, you all ready for the 4th of July weekend? I am. I'm super excited. Yeah, you always do something good? Uh, I do. So this um, this 4th of July, I'll have a small party at my house. <laughs> oh, a small party? Yes. Yeah, parents leaving? 
Oh, I'm, I'm planning a date for him. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Here, why don't you two go have some fun? I'm putting him in a hotel and a dinner. <laughs> Meanwhile, you're out back. Wheel the keg in. Bring it in. Exactly. <laughs> Not a joke. Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's for real, right? <laughs> the keg is perfect explanation. Uh, well, well, you're old enough, right? Yes. Yeah, so... By many, by a couple years. What are they going to do, right? Yes, freshly eighteen. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I like that. So, so around the around the Rockford region, other than your huge bash that you're okay. having, what's going on for yes. the Fourth of July weekend? So we have a bunch of peaches and a bunch of fireworks. Hmm. Um, starting off, we're going to have the street fair and free advanced screening of Prime Videos, a league of their own. Now that's going to be Saturday, July second, at the Coronado Performing Arts Center. Now this is put on by Amazon, and they have a not a small budget. Um, hmm, I wonder. <laughs> yeah. So they are turning turning Coronado into just an incredible 1940s-esque scene. I love that. It's ballpark food, baseball activities, and the screening. It's from 6 <laughs> to 7.30 is the, is the street fair, um, and then 8 p.m. is going to be the free screening. Now, they have just told us what it's going to be like, but apparently it's just supposed to be incredible. Yeah, I, I can I can imagine because that that's a great era in history. I don't know if like it's the old guy in me, but yeah. like I love reading up about World War II era uh, things, and uh, that was a big part of it uh, here in the states. That the women were doing a lot of the things that the men who went off to war would normally be doing, and baseball was a big one. Yes, it is. And it's, and that's a great story. It is. Um, so we have that Peaches League of Their Own, the series by Amazon Prime. And then we have the League of Their Own 30th Anniversary Celebration. That's going to be Friday, July 1st, and Saturday, July 2nd. Are they showing the movie then? Um, yeah, so there, there's a movie yeah. screen. There's a, there's an actual movie screening there. Um, and then there's actually there's 12 different locations where there's going to be Peaches activities in downtown Rockford. You know what I love about the movie, League of Their Own? It's one of the very few movies that Tom Hanks is in where he plays like a total a-hole. Like he usually plays the nice guy or like the, yeah. the likable character the hero of the story but in in a league of their own he's such a d-bag uh, love that i mean he redeems himself later but i mean he, right. he's like a drunk alcoholic sexist you know blowhard yeah. who is forced <laughs> to coach this team you know that he doesn't really want anything to do with uh but he does a great job at it it's a really it's a really good movie it's one of my favorites it is great and if you just take a step into downtown rockford friday or saturday you will experience something peaches I mean, it, it's hard to avoid it yeah. this weekend. <laughs> and good um, luck dodging peaches It really downtown. is a city-wide celebration. Yeah, sure, and it for should this, be. For this weekend. And then, obviously, what is 4th of July without fireworks? Got to blow some stuff up. It blows some stuff up, yes. So we have the Rockford 4th of July events. That's going to be Monday, July 4th from 7 a.m. I'll be there. To 10 p.m. in downtown Rockford. Yes, 7 a.m. is not a joke. It That's starts early. at 7. <laughs> That's <Yes. early. laughs> Get ready to celebrate your 4th with Rockford. Activities the whole day with things such as a river walk, live music, food and beverage, and of course our fantastic fireworks show. Yeah, that's no joke. Uh, Sky concert, uh, you can watch that with us in Davis Park. You yes, can win some tickets for the uh, VIP area out there. Uh, our sister station B one hundred and three going to be playing the soundtrack. You can tune into them while the fireworks go off. Yeah, they said there was going to be some sort of synchronized. Yeah, I mean, and I guess it depends on how you're listening. You know, like if you're listening yeah. on the app, there's always that like couple minute delay. So you might, oh, it might be a little off if you're using the app. Right. But if you have a radio, it'll it'll, it'll be pretty close. Hmm. Yeah, so that's that's gonna be fun, and we'll, we'll be of course playing. I think playing it live in the park. Oh, okay. uh, so if you but if you're if you're watching somewhere away from Davis Park, then you could still tune in in here. What is the best place to watch the fireworks show in downtown Davis Park? Davis Park by far. I say like yeah, because we were we, we we were there last year in the VIP area. Yeah. 
watching the fireworks from there. I mean, there is no, there's nothing blocking. It's like the fireworks are going off literally across the river from where we're sitting. So like wow. that's where they're shooting them off from. That is the best. That's the best view. The best view. Go to thexrockford.com right now. I believe you can uh, sign up to win some tickets. Do that. It's VIP VIP tickets, which stands for very important, important. people. Oh, so, I want to be on that list. I'm very important. <laughs> I have many leather-bound books. But yeah, three events, all I have time for uh, on a typical Thursday. But That's every, a lot. everything else, go rockford.com. Really, all of these three and the many details. I mean, the most frustrating thing. You plan the event. You bring the family out of town, the parents, the grandparents from Iowa and Indiana, and you bring them all together and you go to the event, and it's canceled because it was from last year. Uh. Now, we <laughs> try to take the frustration out of planning. You know, We try to keep things up to date so you can enjoy your weekend and keep your sanity at the same time. Sounds like a great deal to yes. me. Go to GoRockford.com, everything815, music, food, outside, fireworks, peaches, you name it, it's there. All right, I'm dumb. I got I got to make a retraction before we go here. Uh, I believe we do not have tickets to give away to the Sky concert. Uh-oh. <laughs> there's a there's a link for his full schedule of the events uh there on our on our uh, website at thexrockford.com. I I misspoke. Unless I'm missing something, but uh yeah, I could I could just be blending two things together in my head. But moral of the story, don't listen to me. Well, listen to me because I need the, the ratings and all that. But, like, I mean, don't listen to me. Don't yes, take me, ratings. Take everything I say with a <laughs> grain of salt, okay? Uh, yeah, I misspoke on that. So, don't, yeah, if you're looking for the thing on the website, you're uh, just going to find some info. That's all. Draw them in. Come on. Sucker them in there. I know. I know. That, that, my apologies. Uh, sorry to derail you on that. Go rockford.com. Yes. Sign up for the Go Guide. Find out what's going on every, every weekend here in the Rockford region. Nick, thank you very much. Thank you. That guy's a tool. You're a tool. This is powered by Retool of Rockford, where they buy, sell, and trade tools on East State Street. It's time for today's Tool of the Day on 104.9, The Morning X. And you know what? Some of the dumbest things we ever do take place when we're drunk. How many stories do you have that start with, so we were drinking, and then dot, dot, dot? Well, uh, this woman, her name is Kelly Bridger. She's from Pennsylvania. She got caught breaking into another woman's house on Sunday morning. She got drunk. And uh, she's been charged with criminal trespass. Now, supposedly she's been joking about the whole thing on social media. Uh, but the reason she got caught, not because she was drunk, is because uh, instead of stealing things, she accidentally fell asleep next to the owner of the house. <laughs> the homeowner was also sleeping uh, in the living room where she fell asleep. She fell asleep watching TV. When she woke up, she found Kelly sleeping on her couch. Didn't know... Didn't know her or what she was doing. It turns out uh, Kelly was hammered, and she went into the house because her grandmother used to live there. Uh, well, not anymore. So she's been charged with uh, criminal trespass, and she's off to tool jail. Don't be a tool like this fool, but the right tool for your job is at Retool of Rockford on East State Street next to Chuck E. Cheese. They buy, sell, and trade tools. Go in, see Dave. Tell him the Morning X sent you. you visit rockfordretool.com. You guys are gross and lame. 104.9. Like it or not, you and your friends are a part of it now. The Morning X. It's 1049 The Morning X. I am Kev. Matt Hall is here. Hi, Matt. Happy Friday. Friday. Yeah. <laughs> See, usually when you're on the radio, you plan the things you're going to say before you open your mouth. That's not my style. <laughs> like preparedness? No. I'm... Believe me, 400 times a week, I stumble over myself in here. So uh, you're not alone. Yeah. You know, I just, 
I, I, preparing for things has never been my forte, I suppose. <laughs> Last second, Matt, you know. Last second, Matt. I kind of like that. Go to your mom at like 9 o'clock at night I've heard, on a Sunday night. I've, I've got a project tomorrow. I need some poster board. I've actually heard your nickname was One Minute, Matt, but I heard that from <laughs> other sources. <laughs> well, they're not wrong either. <laughs> uh, it is the Morning X, and it's time for science stuff. And now, science shit. See, you clean it up when you say it, but then the intro... See, I can't bleep myself. Oh, yeah. It's not possible. Unless we pre-record. How? And we're not pre-recorded. No, totally live. All times. Uh, <laughs> some stories from science. Did you know that we still have no idea how dinosaurs had sex? You know, I mean, I would imagine dinosaur style. No, well, right. Like doggy style. <laughs> it was... <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure. I don't know. I mean, you can take your guesses. Uh, you can. It's probably just the same way species have done it forever. That's what I'm saying. Uh, not a lot of dinosaur porn. I've looked it up. Yeah, that's the one thing on a Pornhub you don't find. We also don't know what dinosaur junk looked like, or if male dinosaurs even had junk, which I don't know how that would work. Well, I mean, study the skeleton. Isn't, well, there, isn't there like a, you know funny you should say that because this also says that we still can't tell male and female dinosaur fossils apart oh well life does find a way if that's one thing i do know we haven't found an intact dinosaur penis yet you know let's talk to the people at the burpee museum here in rockford i'm sure i'm they, sure they, they would know love, i'm sure they would love to come in and talk about dinosaur wings they, sure they, they would. i bet they would um <laughs> anna there the director is awesome so i'm sure she appreciates me dropping her name in this sort of conversation <laughs> But I bet she could answer that question. I'd be a little embarrassed to see the size of dinosaur junk. Really? Yeah. I don't want to contrast and compare. You don't want to compare? Yeah. Well, you can't compare yourself to a T-Rex. T-Rex dingus over there. Although he did have short arms. Right. You know, you know what they say about dinosaurs with short arms? It's because he didn't need long arms because his junk was so long. Right. That must be it. So he didn't need long arms to be able to hold it. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Somehow they were here and then they were gone. In more science news, researchers took samples from 21 glaciers near the Himalayas and found over 900 different microbes living in the ice that we've never seen before. Great. So if glaciers melt, it couldn't unleash a whole new round of pandemics. You know what? I was just saying we need more pandemics, you know? Yeah. Thank God. <laughs> yes. We just don't have enough here. We don't have enough problems here. Matt's got, him, Matt's got them on back order on Amazon. You know, I was like, how can we have even more issues and problems than we already have? Yeah. So Thank if, goodness. If there's... Any other reason to try and protect the climate? <laughs> I know it's melting. They, always, you know, they keep saying like Florida and New York are going to be underwater, but you know we're still they're still there <laughs> for now. Florida will be underwater and denying climate change still. Probably they're going to be like it's not real. <laughs> climate change is fake. It's a hoax. As they're all riding around on their jet skis, <laughs> and wave runners. Uh. An old rocket crashed into the moon back in March. Remember that? Remember this, this big thing? I do remember that. They were like, it was all anticlimactic because you couldn't see a crash, right? Mm -hmm. Well, they found the double crater it made. Okay. Uh, and they, they still think it was the Chinese rocket, but China hasn't copped to it yet. Okay, so it was a mystery rocket. Mystery rocket still, yeah. Uh, NASA says we have to dig a lot deeper to find potential signs of ancient life on Mars, maybe six or seven feet under the Martian surface. Yeah. Uh, because radiation has destroyed everything above that. Yeah, why is there so much radiation up there? I don't know. Well, this, they say the next rover might be able to do it. <laughs> but so far, we've uh, only been able to dig a little bit. Any guesses of how deep we've been able to get? Just It's just that little car we got up there, right? Yeah. 
I don't know, like five feet, maybe ten feet. <laughs> well, no, it says we have to go six or seven feet down, and we haven't been able to get to that yet, so it can't be oh, ten. Oh, can't feet. be. I don't know, a couple inches. Two point eight inches. <laughs> oh. I'm familiar with that measurement. Wow, this. Yeah, I was gonna say this is the second reference to Matt's junk in this uh, in, in this segment. Dino might. <laughs> okay, get out. This is 104.9. The Morning X. 1049 The Morning X. It is Cab Matt Hall here still. What the hell are you still doing here? I don't know. I I just don't want to go back to my show. <laughs> you usually don't hang out this long, but hey. I, I know. I just... Happy to have you. Uh, so it was a, a tweet over the weekend, uh, over last weekend from Stephen King, who said that he's only, wa- uh, only walked out of one movie ever. Oh, yeah? <clears throat> and it was uh, Transformers, the first Transformers with Shia LaBeouf. I like that and one. Megan Fox that back one, in the day. That one's not so bad. Let's just say this. At that time, Stephen King was like 50-something, maybe 60. Not yeah. the target demo for the Transformers no, films. No, But he couldn't sit through it. Uh, and so that has opened a huge discussion online. So I thought, hey, I'm a bandwagon jumper. Uh, I will do the discussion as well. Um, Matt, have you ever walked out of a movie? Um, I can't recall that I have. I'm too cheap. If I'm going to pay for it, I'm going to stay to the end. <laughs> right, but you paid for the right to walk out of it. You did. I did, yes. The right to hate it and walk That's out of it. That's true. If I did, I- I'm sure I have. I just can't remember. But there's always a chance the movie will turn around and get better. Is it, though? Some movies are a slow burn, like kind of boring, and then all of a sudden, boom! Yeah. Yeah, just, you know, you got to give them a chance, but some- sometimes a movie is trash the whole way through. Have you walked out on a movie? I've never personally walked out of one, but I've been at one where several people walked out. Because it just stinks. Right? Uh, well, no, because it was it was um, graphic and disgusting and, no. and lewd. Um, I'm talking about uh, the the Tom Green movie, Freddy Got Fingered. Do you remember uh, that movie? No, <laughs> I did not see it because it looked dumb. <laughs> Daddy, would you like some sausage? Yes, I know. I know the preview. <laughs> would you like some sausage? Yeah, uh, it, was, it was a dumb movie, but it's one of those movies that's f- funny dumb. Uh, I mean, okay, I haven't watched it in a very long time. Yeah. Um, but it was hilarious to me. Uh, but people started walking out about midway through the movie, uh, at which point Tom Green's character was reviving a stillborn baby by swinging it around by the umbilical cord. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, he saved the baby's life, okay? But people didn't stick around long enough uh, to see that happen. Oh, you know what? <clears throat> I do remember a movie I walked out on now that you mentioned it. Oh. Okay, so it was, uh, what was that one with Adam Sandler where he did, played his brother and his sister? Oh, Jack and Jill? We stayed for like 10 minutes. Like, this is unwatchable. This 10 is, minutes? This is terrible. Like, you only gave it 10 minutes? It was like 20. Uh, it was like 20. It wasn't a half hour. I know that. It was <laughs> like 15, 20 minutes in. We're like, this is just awful. See, now, now you can just turn a movie off and put a different movie on. That's not an option at the theater. I know, because it's all, you know, on your apps now. Uh-huh. Uh, a couple of people on Facebook chimed in. Tiki says, uh, The Island of Dr. Moreau. Uh, she said, I went to see this after eating some special brownies, and that movie was weird as hell, so I had to leave. He was just freaking out. <laughs> Nobody, well, I mean, that was that was Marlon Brando, uh, you know, cross-dressing, and uh, yeah. it was it was a you know weird movie Plus, altogether. If you're on special brownies, that's probably, things were happening. Not the best one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Casey says, I call the movies expensive naps because I always fall asleep. You know, Sometimes they have those theaters. You ever been to those theaters where they got the big comfy chairs that recline? How can you not fall asleep on those things? Oh, I know. Those the some of the AMC ones. Oh yeah, God, I mean it's, it's nice. Awesome. Don't get me wrong, but you put your feet up. You got your. I mean, good night. It's send dark a, in there. Send us a text eight one five eight seven four two one zero four. Have you ever walked out of a movie or gave a movie a chance and it got better? Oh well, I, there I haven't. No, that could have happened. 
Oh, by the way, the new Beavis and Butthead movie. Yeah. Uh, that's on Paramount Plus right now. Uh, has like a ninety six percent on Rotten Tomatoes. It's apparently <laughs> really good. That's what everybody says. Yeah. I. Uh, I'm gonna have to get the free trial. I know. Well, Beavis and Butthead do America was fantastic. Right. And if this is any indication, and Beavis I mean, and Butthead do the universe this time. But I think if you go into it knowing what the jokes are going to be, because you know. It's going to be very childish, but that's the point. Sure. Yeah, you have to be aware that you are watching a Beavis and Butthead yeah. movie. That's that's requirement number one. There is nothing that Mike Judge has made that I have not liked. He is everything he's touched. I have enjoyed precisely. Office Space. We're talking about Idiocracy, Beavis and Butthead. Yeah, Idiocracy was great. Even people S- Silicon Valley on HBO. Silicon Valley is an amazing show. I wish it wouldn't have uh, wrapped up. I mean, it, as soon as it did, we, we had enough seasons. I think yeah. any more than that, it would have gotten it was out like of five control. or six or yeah. something. Mm-hmm. You don't want to go past that. But I mean, yeah, King of the Hill. I mean, you can name him off, and Mike Judge is the man.